0: Every morning. Arabile Gomede and Anastasia Arenser on Classic Business. Breakfast with Moneyweb. Okay, this is a numbers show, so we'll give you the numbers. Starts off at ninety 95 Rand fifty, right? Ends the day at 106 Rand and ten cents. Pretty much gives it a market value there and a forty six point five billion Rand at the close of trade. Um, the share price going up 11%, surging as much as 21% in the day to reach around 115 rand. Kicks out TrueWords International, um, in in the same uh, in the same uh, vein as well. Uh, it makes sure that Nasper's loses uh, 55 billion rand in market value, or around 4% of its value to 1.3 trillion rand. It has 7.2 million subscribers just in South Africa alone, 6.7 million across 49 other uh, African states. It is the first listing on the JSC in 2019. How well did uh, multi-choice do yesterday?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always exciting to see a new company coming, particularly large ones that have tens of billions in market cap. Um, it's interesting to see the the dynamics with between NASBAS and multi-choice. When NASBAS started off the day, its market kept dropping by less than what the value of multi-choice was. Mm. And by the end of the day, it had lost more than the value of multi-choice. But also, it shows how NASBAS is still a global company because yesterday, Tencent was down about a percent. Now, you've got to bring in all those factors when you, you bring it together. Uh, I would expect the multi-choice share price to probably be volatile for the next week or two. Uh, the market's mm. still finding its level. Re- yep. You remember that prices are determined by demand and supply, and where those forces meet is where the price uncrosses.
0: So was this just excitement? Or you know, what can we attest this, this, this sense of, of, of gain for uh, multi-choice too then? Because remember that
1: 95.50 was a price determined by the market using the JC's algorithm for an uncrossing. Mm. That could have been anywhere from uh, probably 80 Rand all the way up to 200 Rand. Uh, people weren't sure where it was going to uncross. So it depends where you draw the mark. A lot of guys are saying it's probably still undervalued at where it is now. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people said we don't want to own multi-choice because we're not sure about its future. Let's get out of it as soon as the market opens. And that effectively artificially brings the price down. Uh, as the day goes on, those sellers are now out of the market, guys are buying it up. It still trades on a PE of about eight or nine. Uh, it's very difficult to pin down multi-choices PE because their earnings have been very, very volatile over the last three years. So yeah. it's difficult to know exactly what you, you, you you can look at a historic PE, but traditionally you want to look at more forward PE. And that's a very difficult number to calculate at the moment. Um, so call it a PE about nine. A lot of people are saying it needs to be trading on a PE of 12, and if that's the case, its market cap gets over uh, 60 billion rand. So it's
0: uh, still lots of moving parts. What do you say about its future, though? I mean, and, and, I say, and I say this because of all the other streaming services available. I mean, we just have to talk about Netflix alone, and that in itself could be a, a game-changer, almost a killer. For your it.
1: Manchester United shirt that you're wearing this morning, were you watching <laughs> that on Netflix <laughs> last night?
0: No, definitely not, that's so for sure. That Look, at the home market, perhaps, yes. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, with everything else, you know, that be- at some point it's going to eat away, surely, dis- despite the sports. It's. I think it's,
1: I- there's a few different theories about this, and obviously we'll only know in the future. Netflix is still at a stage where it's the bolt-on acquisition, it's not the replacement acquisition. Um, so I think a lot of millennials, though, are potentially never got DSTV, so won't have DSTV. But yeah. for a lot of households who had DStv y- your life's have ha- you've become accustomed to having access to the sport access to the decoder the, the pre-recording the entertainment multi-choice is moving them, themselves to an entertainment platform um and by doing that they still a huge cash cow and remember there's still the rest of Africa mm. now m- Netflix and the likes need a very stable internet connection that's not the case in the rest of Africa um, so, having it uh, streamed onto your your, uh, your satellite is still very appealing. And r- remember that for, for multi-choice, their biggest cost is buying the sports rights. Yeah. Now, that's only for premium subscribers. You're, they actually make more money out of the middle-level subscribers because those guys aren't subscribed to really expensive sport, and that's potentially where their growth is. So, on the one hand, you say it's a cash car that's going to, produce loss of cash for the next 10 years or on the other hand you say it's, it's something that's, that's dwindling or a fading star and that's mm. the, two, the debate at the moment and I don't think there's a right
0: answer yet. it's going to be a tough one I think the business model has, has a few kinks in its armor and uh, as you said we'll certainly see how things are, will be it will be a bit volatile and we'll see what it settles at perhaps like at the end of at the end of March I say let's see what it settles at and, and, and see what happens then we'll, we'll continue to unpack that multi-choice story hopefully in other formats But it's 7.20, your traffic.